0: There's never a dull moment when it comes to Minnesota Sports. Whether it's on the gridiron. For the end zone, it's Jefferson who's got the touchdown. On the court. Edwards thinking three and popping a three. On the ice. It's Caprizo with an open now. Or on the diamond.
1: Buxton hammers that to left field. Another Minnesota home run.
0: Whether it's positive. I think
1: this is a good enough roster to make the playoffs.
0: Or negative. He's
1: terrible. Awful. Don't get it. Don't understand it. Whether there's optimism. Hey, they might be able to even make it to a conference final. Or
0: pessimism.
1: Don't expect me to be super excited. I mean, I don't know. Does this really do much for anybody?
0: There's always something to chat about.
1: Shout out to Minnesota Sports Chat. Keep on being elite.
0: If you're looking for fun, informative, discussion on all things minnesota sports you've come to the right place this is minnesota sports chat and now here's your host ross Brendel. well here we go
1: with edition number 146 of the soon to be award-winning minnesota sports chat award-winning if only in my own mind as that wonderful open says yes i would be ross Brendel. Make sure to give me a follow on that Twitter machine at Brendel Ross. One guest on today's edition of Minnesota Sports Chat, that's by and large the case, I'd say 90 plus percent of the time. None other than the man himself, the man who you can hear in that open, Mr. Manny Hill, as we do our best to meet the Manny quota. You can find Manny on the Twitter machine at MannyHill84. You can hear him. On Jazz Eighty Eight in the Twin Cities, 88.5 FM, or at Jazz88.fm, and various other sports podcast hits in the Twin Cities, including this podcast right here. Manny, how the heck you doing, my man? Pretty good. I've all got things all things considered pretty good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. Well, we'll take that. How I, are you? Good, good. Uh, you and I got to see each other in the flesh for the first time in quite some time for a little college football competition that we uh, do yearly. I think we'll touch a little bit on college football, mainly Golden Gopher football. I know there's some news circulating out there about a man that both Manny and I love and adore, but we don't really know the news. So we'll just kind of let it uh, let it sit there and what will be, will be, but certainly hoping the best for uh, Coach Mike Leach and his family. Manny, let's start here. Your Minnesota Vikings, they're 10-3, and one game up on San Francisco for the number two seed in the NFC. So without trying to focus too much on this past weekend's loss, okay, just take it for what it is. It's one of the three losses, the team's 10-3. and mm-hmm. If I would have told you, after 13 games this season, okay. So take out everything you you know. Take out everything you've seen. If we can go back to mid-August, and I told you the Minnesota Vikings are going to be 10 and three after playing 13 games. Mm-hmm. What are some of the initial thoughts that pop into your head? It can be anything.
0: Yeah, I'd be thinking uh, is Kevin O'Connell the front runner for coach of the year? Uh, I'd be thinking. Man, Kirk Cousins must be having an insane season statistically. Um, yeah, I mean, if if you tell me that, hey, they're going to be ten and three, you know, and in first place in the division and pretty much have the division all but wrapped up, I'd be like, hey, this is good. Sign me up. So Let's i
1: I like what you said there because what I want to hop into. On this edition of the podcast for the most part is just trying to put the loss to the Detroit Lions in Detroit in a little bit of perspective it it was not it's not a good loss no loss ever is good it's disappointing it was a missed opportunity could have clinched the division the Vikings still will clinch the division could have kept some separation between yourself and the San Francisco 49ers for that two seed Albeit no buy, still important to know you're not leaving U.S. Bank Stadium until the NFC Championship game, and that's a maybe. That's not set in stone. Seems likely, but but you know you could end up hosting the NFC Championship game. My point being, Manny, this Vikings team is strange. I never would have believed that they would be ten and three. Kirk Cousins, statistically, until the game against the Lions is not having the world's greatest season. What I'm getting at, Manny, and I want to see where you come in here, it's okay if you have a different opinion from me. Mm-hmm. The Vikings' loss to the Detroit Lions doesn't make me think any more or any less of the Minnesota Vikings. Because what happened in Detroit, for the most part, Manny, the offense at times looked pretty good. Pretty darn near functional. We've seen that for the most part of 13 games. There's been a few games here and there, but that's how the NFL works. You're not going to be perfect every game. We saw the Vikings' defense look pretty darn bad. You know, atrociously bad, probably. Yeah. Well, Manny, they've looked that way for much of the season. Much of the better part of the last two months. So we've talked about this numerous times, and I don't want to belabor it. But if the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl this year, I still think that's a big if. I do think it's likely. Don't think it's very high, but it's li- it's could happen. So sorry, not likely. I think there's a chance it could happen. Mm-hmm. But for that to happen, we talked about this on Before We Die, Purple Dailies Before We Die earlier today, which you can also find in podcast feeds. Kirk Cousins is gonna have to play like Joe Flacco or Eli Manning in their Super Bowl runs. And this Minnesota Vikings defense that has been really bad for a month and a half, and borderline just not very good for the most part all season, they're going to have to play incrementally better. And I compared them to that 2009 Colts team that won the Super Bowl. Colts mm-hmm. defense was okay; they were they were average statistically. They were
0: average. Are you thinking the, the 06 Colts team? 0-6, nine, maybe. All, yeah, because yeah. oh, no, Yep, sorry. The Super Bowl they lost. In
1: the yes, season. oh oh the 06 defense. Sorry, my the, the yep.
0: Super Bowl that the Vikings should have been playing.
1: My but, apologies. So not only did I butcher that on this podcast, I butchered it on the Purple Daily podcast. But yeah, I think a lot of people will get will get what I'm saying. And, and one more point, Manny, on the Vikings defense all season long. I think a lot of people have said. You can't keep living this way and expect to get away with it. You're not always going to recover a fumble at an opportune time. You're not always going to get multiple chances to make a game-winning interception. You're not often going to get a team into a fourth and 25 that they need to pick up to win a game. None of that happened against Detroit. But nothing that I saw, pro or negative, makes me my Super Bowl chances meter... Didn't really move. It, it can it can move in the wrong direction, Manny, if you limp to the finish line and maybe in the next four games you lose two more. So maybe you only won two of your final five games. But I'm I'm actually fairly optimistic. I think the Vikings will come home and win these two home games and it puts them right back in a good spot, especially yeah. if San Francisco loses one of those games. So I just – it wasn't fun. It would have been nice to win the game, I, it, but I just don't – Nothing changed for me watching that game.
0: Yeah. So, well, for me... I, that was I, a long I,
1: rant. I'm sorry for bringing I'm you sorry. on here and making you sit.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, no, I, I actually agree with you. And overall, it didn't really change my opinion on them either because, you know, the time that I was on with you earlier this season, I think one of the times I was on with you earlier was... I think it was after the first Lions game if I'm not mistaken. Um and we were talking about the defense. Completely then. not intended, but thank you for doing right. Lions breakdowns with me. <laughs> um you know, we were and we were talking about the defense then and and what did I say then? I said this defense is going to kind of be what it is. It's not good. It's probably never going to be good over the course of the season. And the best way the Vikings are going to be able to win games is they're going to have to outscore people and they're going to have to have some things go their way. And for the most part, through 13 games, that's the way everything has kind of played out. They've they've had to outscore people. They've had to have some things go their way. You know, they had to go out and they had to outscore the Buffalo Bills to win that game. They needed some things to go their way, which they did. Um, that's how they're going to have to win games the rest of the way because this defense is... It's bad, and it's gonna be bad. And there's not really a whole lot you can do. Now, I mean, we could split hairs, and we could say, you know, Ed Donatel needs to, you know, make some adjustments throughout games. Um, you know, they need which to he does. More. Yeah, he absolutely does. I mean, I do think that he does need to blitz more. Um, I I know I'm not alone in that sentiment, <laughs> uh, but you know, but the reality is, is for me. Going into this season, I kind of felt like this defense was still going to struggle. I liked the addition of, you know, Jordan Hicks and and certainly Zadarius Smith. You can't, you know, anybody would take Zadarius Smith on their defense. I mean, he's a terrific player. He's a great pass rusher.
1: But um, where has he been the
0: last month? That's right. Well, where has he been? Where has Daniel Hunter been? You right. Know, and and, and not,
1: not to cut your point off, Manny, it's very easy to blame Ed Donatel and he shoulders a lot of the blame. But actually, now I'm having these rushes back of the last time you were on. We talked about this. If Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith aren't going to get pressure, with all the problems you have on the back end, mm-hmm. if they're not going to get pressure, it exacerbates that and makes it worse. worse. And they're You're not getting any pressure right now. Yeah, And that now, that's you, independent of Ed Donatel. Those guys yes. should be able to get pressure no matter what scheme they're playing in.
0: Yeah, well, and, and again, I think the argument could be made that Ed Donatel needs to dial up some more blitzes because the Vikings are, um, you know, near the bottom of the league in terms of how often they blitz. So I get all of that and I'm for all of that. But the truth of the matter is, is you just don't have enough horses on the back end that can just cover guys and can hold up if you get into situations like yesterday where you're just not going to get a lot of pressure. We talked about this the last time. The Detroit Lions offensive line is really good. Those guys, are there. there are high first-round draft picks on that offensive line. Those guys are really, really, really good. So it is going to be hard to get to Jared Goff. It really is. And so you're going to need to have guys on the back end that are going to be able to hold up a little bit. And the Vikings just, you know, outside of Patrick Peterson, they don't really have anybody else that can hold their own and Patrick Peterson at this stage of his career, he's been very good this year for the most part. Um, but he's 32, you know, he's, there's a lot of mileage on the, on those tires. So you, you need, you need some of these other guys, you know, Cam Dantzler got cooked on one play, uh, on a, on a touchdown in Sunday's game and, you know, Shandon Sullivan and, and, you know, Duke Shelley. I mean, <laughs> He was, he was on your practice squad a month ago. Like, right.
1: Well, and, how, and again, this goes back to how much can you really blame Ed Donatel for having to pluck a guy off of somebody else's practice squad and now he's one of your starters? I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot that Ed Donatel deserves blame for. I'm already repeating that. But also, mm-hmm. Manny, we've talked about this numerous times, and I'm prepared to make a little bit of a negative comment here in, in a couple of seconds. But look at this Vikings defense. Their best players are all old. The players making the most money
0: are all old. Mm-hmm. Which what have they been doing for the last handful of years? They've been kicking the can re- down the road. Kicking the can down yep. the road, restructuring contracts on on sort of these core these core defensive guys that have you know that Mike Zimmer wanted to keep around for a long time. The Harrison Smiths and the Eric Kendricks of the world. You know, up until you know up until this year, Anthony Barr and those types of guys. You know, you got you got a good amount of money tied into Daniil Hunter and and Zedaria Smith. And if those guys aren't being the pass rushing forces that you need them to be, you just don't you don't have a whole lot that's going to be able to supplement
1: that. So here's the negative comment or the negative take. But I really do believe this. And and I also really hope that I'm wrong. Hear me out on this. The minute I'm not saying the Minnesota Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl. I-, I hope to everything that is holy that they do, because that would just be a ton of fun. And I've said for years it'll likely happen in a year you don't expect it, and I would think that most reasonable Minnesota Vikings fans didn't expect it this year. So maybe it'll happen. Mm-hmm. But, Manny, the car's going 90 miles an hour. There's a turn ahead with a steep cliff, and the car's going to go off that cliff here pretty soon. It, it's just, I'm not saying it's going to be as bad as the Rams or that it'll mirror it exactly. Rams win the Super Bowl. They have no first round draft picks until I think 2058, I believe, because they've <laughs> yeah. they have traded them all away. So I don't think the cliff is going to be that steep. Uh, but Manny, 13 games into next season, the likelihood of the Minnesota Vikings being 10-3 and three or better is incredibly low. Even though you're not going to obtain the number one seed. This is probably it for the next 7 to 10 years. This is probably it. So you, you better find a way to cash in. Don't care yeah. how you do it, but I mean, realistically with this group of players, with this quarterback and this core, this won't be duplicated next year. It's yeah. just it's just not. You're not going to live like they have going 9 and 0 in one-score games next year with a roster again that has no money and is incredibly old at some point they're going to start paying guys not to play for them just to play younger players
0: yeah well and see that the other part of this too is when you when you talk about the defense when you think about that unit you know they they need corners that can cover and you typically will find those guys in the first round and you they know, haven't they haven't <laughs> they really haven't since like Trey Waynes was drafted, what, 2015?
1: Yeah, and he was... In the first round, and, and he, he, was, he
0: was okay. He was solid. Yeah, you he wasn't great, but he was solid. Yeah, he turned out to be pretty good towards the end of his run. Yeah, and, you know, Xavier Rhodes was a first-round pick. That was, what, 2013? Rhodes and, closed. Yeah, and, you know, for for a couple of years there, Xavier Rhodes was arguably the best cover corner in the league. Um, But that window was just... It was a very small window when he was that. But, you know, when you look at this defense, they don't they don't have anybody like that. You know, if they had, you know, 27-year-old Patrick Peterson, then okay, then they would have that. And Patrick but,
1: Peterson might have it for moments of games or a game yeah. here and there, but he's just not going to have it for every game.
0: Yeah, and, and he should, at this stage of his career, he shouldn't be, honestly, in, in fairness to him, he shouldn't be relied on to be that guy week in and week out. You know, just because of where he's at in his career, and and I, you know, I, I tip my hat to him. I mean, he's he's been overall, he's been fantastic. And you know, and I was one of those people that when they said they were going to bring him back, I was like, huh? Do you want to bring him back? He's going to be a year older, and that position, you know, ages pretty quickly. You know, yada yada yada. But he's been he's been good. He's been good. But you
1: think the corners gonna are gonna porous up,
0: now? Season.
1: You think they're porous now, Manny. Imagine not having Patrick Peterson yeah. this year. You think watching Duke Shelley's bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well <laughs> who knows what else? <laughs> but that but that's the thing that I think mean, this defense is missing is they're missing that young player, that young stud of a player that well, makes you say, okay.
1: Here's what you hope for, man. If
0: other things if other things if other things fall apart, if if the older guys tail off a little bit, we still got that young guy that has a lot of It has a lot of potential. They don't really have that young guy on the defense. They have young players, but there's not anybody that's really standing out that's saying you can kind of hang your hat on.
1: Well, if you're trying to sell hope that this team can win the Super Bowl, you have to hope that Cam Dancer comes back and plays his best football, probably not even of the season, just the best football of his career. Now here yeah. I did come back, but you, I think you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And even guys like a Caleb Evans, I don't think we've said that a Caleb Evans is done for the year, have we? I don't believe that we've decided I that. I
0: could, that, no.
1: I could be wrong on that. We know Booth Junior is, and Manny. That's another thing. I don't, I don't. This will be the last, uh, last Vikings bullet point before we roundtable discuss a few quick things and get out of here. I don't want to judge the draft class overall. You know, I, I went back and forth with a few people on Twitter, in which I largely agreed. You have to give draft classes two to three years in their entirety to see how well how well you did. Yeah. However, I will say this. <laughs> the plan for Caleb Evans, Louis, Louis Scene, and uh, Booth Jr., especially Booth Jr. and Scene, was not to spend this season on the back of a milk carton. Because they've been missing in action and nobody can find them. That was not the plan. A part of the reason why this defense is getting gashed week in and week out is you went out to get players in the draft specifically for depth. And I don't want to say you whiffed on them, but when it comes to this year, you did whiff on them.
0: Yeah, you're not getting anything out of them.
1: Yeah, because virtually none of them are on the field. And Ed Ingram, at this point, at least on the offensive line, Manny, is meh at best. And that's on a well, good I day.
0: Even, I don't even know if he's that.
1: Right. And that's on a good day. That's in the run game. Don't, don't Let's not even talk about the pass game. So, yeah. look, it, it's early. But then again, these are not players that the Vikings would have drafted. But Christian yeah. Watson now has 24 touchdowns in his last three games. Again, I'm being facetious here. And yeah. Jamison Williams, of course. Of course he would be wide open and catch but, a touchdown. But
0: you know what, though? I, I will say this about, you know, somebody like a like a Jamison Williams. Williams is that this offense yeah could use somebody like that you, you could use another weapon like it, w- why could you use, use another weapon well because again Adam thielen is another guy that is in his early 30s old. and he's and, he, and he's old he's he's an older player and you can kind of see okay he's got he's got you know 60 some catches I think this year but the, you know the Vikings right now don't really have anybody to stretch the field and and take even more pressure off of uh Justin Jefferson. You know, they don't really have anybody like that, you know, somebody like a jameson Now I know jameson Williams has been hurt for most of the year. And so he finally saw his first real significant action on Sunday's game. But, you know, you don't have anybody like that. Why? Because, well, in the offseason, when whenever the the conversation of adding another wide receiver came up, everybody was like, Well, we don't need one. We need this, this, and this. Well, now you're kind of seeing if you had another wide receiver, if you had another weapon for Kirk Cousins, maybe things would be a little bit easier for you, at least in terms of putting more points on the board, you know, so that you don't have to hope and pray that your defense doesn't give up 450 yards.
1: Yeah, and I'm not going to say that Jamison Williams is going to go on to be a Hall of Famer or really even have a good NFL career. Nobody knows that. It was just I hate to even use these terms or these phrases, but it was very Mm -hmm. Vikings-like and poetic to have what happened early on in that game happen. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was the most Vikings thing you'll ever see. Manny, when you talk about Zedaria Smith and Daniil Hunter, I think I can help them or maybe I've narrowed down their problem. Do you know what it is? What's that? Maybe they just don't have enough energy. And do you know how they can get more energy, Manny? Oh,
0: I think I know where you're going with this Yeah,
1: some Beans Coffee, me boy. Don't miss out on all things happening with Beans Coffee Company. Make sure you subscribe to their email newsletter. I'm not even asking you to buy anything right now. I I will in seconds. Let's be honest about that. But I'm starting off with the newsletter. Sign up, subscribers. You receive advance notice on limited time sales, new releases, promo codes. We'll get to that in a moment. And so much more. The website is coffeebybeans.com. That is coffeebybeans.com. While, while, while you are there, sign up for a coffee subscription. Subscriptions, they can be set up in one to eight week intervals. They can be customized by blend. Choose a 12 ounce bag, a five pound bulk bag. They make it so simple for you. Have it delivered right to your door. One last thing to remember, you'll never ever forget it at the grocery store again, because it just shows right up to you. Don't want to set that up? Just want to try them out? Maybe you just want to grab a bag here and there? That's fine. Coffeebybeans.com. No matter what you're buying, use the promo code SPORTSCHAT. All one word, SPORTSCHAT. You'll save upon checkout. Beans Coffee Company, they ship anywhere in the U.S. with free shipping on all orders, over 35 American dollars. Visit coffeebybeans.com, that's coffeebybeans.com, use the promo code SPORTSCHAT. I'll throw this in, occasionally people ask, how can I support the pod, Ross? It's easy, subscribe, rate, review, tell your family and friends, support people like Beans Coffee Company who are supporting me, also help support people like my buddy Manny Hill, make sure you're following him on Twitter, but also as we approach the end of the year, tax deductible donations jazz 88. Fm
0: yes sir so, so I, I I had a thought because we just basically <laughs> spent probably about 10 minutes just talking about all the negative things about the Vikings defense can we just take a moment and and despite Sunday's loss and just you know acknowledge okay this team is 10 and three and they are they have kind of exceeded I think you and I yeah expectations and a lot of people's expectations
1: i said i said seven and ten to ten and seven because that's what they always do yeah but also dude
0: justin jefferson is freaking amazing got robbed of a touchdown yesterday yeah he is just this 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 guy is off the charts man like he's just i i'm i'm just amazed i thought he would be really good i think a lot of people were optimistic that he'd be really good but man he is um He's he's on another level. The, the, what he's doing right now is just uh it's it's unreal, man.
1: The Vikings can let's say they go 14 and 3, 13 and 4. Mhm. Can he win MVP?
0: Cooper you know Cooper
1: Cup opened the door for
0: receivers again. Yeah, I mean he cuz he got MVP votes last year, right? Cooper
1: um, Cup is just a great name. I don't even care about the player. What a great name.
0: <laughs> it is pretty awesome. Um, you know, and a, a, a wide receivers never won MVP. I think Jerry Rice in the past got some votes, maybe in a few, maybe in a couple different seasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't. Sometimes I, I I I don't really like these these sort of rules that people like to put down for like most valuable player awards and and things like that because to me it's kind of like. To me, the the definition of MVP has always been, you know. What player contributes the most to his team's success? And which I think is when you look-
1: which is interesting because, as you know, Manny, a lot of this is subjective. I don't yeah. disagree with what you said, but I also look at it and say it's which player is most important to the value of the league. And I think you can be. I think you can be that player. Yeah. On a team that maybe isn't so great. Sure. Especially yeah. if you have a really nice season.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, although then I would say if you use,
1: if you use that logic, that it's Patrick Mahomes is the league MVP for the last five years and the next 10 to come.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And how many MVPs should Tom Brady have right now? Um, yeah, but no, I, I think as far as Justin Jefferson's concerned, man, like I think he definitely should get some votes. I mean, where would this, where would this football team be without him? If it was just, if, or or take him out of the equation and just put in like a league average wide receiver. This team is, are they even at 500?
1: I don't know why, but when you say, probably not. when you say league average wide receiver, the first name that came to my head was Christian Kirk. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably fair, right? You put Christian yeah. Kirk in, are they 10 and three? Well, they're at least nine and four. Cause Christian Kirk probably doesn't make that catch against Buffalo. And then you could start oh. working backwards from there with all the nice games, that Justin Jefferson has had. Yeah, I agree with you. He should get MVP votes. I don't know how far down the Heisman voting goes, Manny, but I also believe, and this will sound ridiculous because I've, I'm the one that always makes the joke, well, a guy's not going to win the Heisman if he's on a 7-5 and five or 8-4 and four team. Again, you can argue if somebody should or not, but how Muhammad Ibrahim doesn't get at least one single like last-place vote for the Heisman <laughs> makes no sense to me because he is one of the best players in college football. Yeah, well, Litter, literally literally gets... carried a team to eight wins. If he doesn't fumble, it's probably nine wins. But yeah, yeah, it just how's a player like that not get more respect nationally?
0: Well, what was what's the what's the running back award that he was not Is it the Doke uh, was, Walker? Yeah, that he there there were three finalists, and I think the Illinois kid yeah. got got on that list. But, sound, uh, sound like the uh, former
1: to sound like a former cis uh president. Any award that he's left off of is a rigged system. Makes no sense to me. It's a rigged system, and it's not even done in good faith. Okay, Manny, I got a couple topics. Uh, We're literally just gonna—I'm gonna throw them out there. You give—you give give me thirty seconds or so.
0: Okay. Sounds good.
1: Thoughts on PJ Flex' brand new seven-year deal? I feel like we talk about a brand new seven-year deal every year because, oh, we do talk about a brand new seven-year yeah. deal every year. Your thoughts on the PJ Fleck contract
0: extension? All the University of Minnesota does is hand out extensions to their uh, revenue coaches, right? Um, no, I mean, I, I, it's it's fine. I mean, PJ, this year was a little bit of a letdown, but they still – on the way to get to eight wins they still beat Wisconsin and you know they're going to a halfway decent bowl and you know I think you just kind of take it for what it is and I mean we we talk about this every year with the the coaching carousel like these contracts largely don't matter they they (laughs) largely mean nothing until they do right right that's kind of the way you sum it up so yeah well it's fine
1: and then my my quick 15 second rebuttal I gave you 30 I'll take 15 if you're offended or alarmed that pj fleck got a contract extension all you need to do is look around the landscape of college football and you'll understand why he got more money Mm -hmm. also again i i won't say that he's beating the best teams in the big 10 but when you look at that big 10 win percentage compared to pretty much everybody that's been here for the 50 years prior it's really tough what do they say beggars can't be choosers uh, I would say, yes, disappointing year. It would be fun to beat Iowa once a decade. But overall, you're 8-4, and, and as Manny said. Heading to one of my favorite middle-tier bowls. I'm with Manny. I hate and despise almost every bowl game played in baseball stadiums. However, I have always liked the Pinstripe Bowl because I love the setting. I think New York around the holidays is kind of cool. And I'm interested in checking out the Fenway Bowl. And that was way more than 15 seconds. Your next topic, Manny Hill... Ben Johnson's basketball squad. What do you got for me? I got nothing. I got <laughs> they're nothing. bad.
0: <laughs> it's it's bad. And,
1: they're, and it's, they're bad, and they seemingly don't care, which is funny because last year's team was bad, yeah. had no talent, and did care. I think this team does have some talent, but doesn't really seem interested.
0: I, you know, I, I'm i not, Ross. I'm not sure they're going to win a Big Ten game. They might not. <laughs> I'm not they might sure not. they're going to win a Big Ten game. I, like, it's bad it's really bad man
1: i think they'll struggle or stumble into one or maybe struggle into one is the right word
0: they can't guard anybody no. they don't play any defense they can't guard anybody
1: and well they can't make free throws i don't understand the offense by the way like there there is no offense they Oh, it's they stand around for twenty five. That's, that's a that's an
0: evergreen thought yeah. for basketball for the last twenty years.
1: They stand <laughs> around for twenty five seconds, 25 30 seconds, and then Jamison Battle throws up a sixteen foot fall away jumper, which sometimes goes in.
0: Uh, I don't understand the gopher basketball offense is like a stable <laughs> statement for like the last twenty years, and at and, least since Clem Haskins left.
1: And the other two that I always hit you up with is make your free throws. This team is awful and rebound.
0: Rebound. Yep, that's another another rebounding. That's another
1: one. Uh, do you care to say anything about your very middle of the road at this point Minnesota Wild or Minnesota
0: Timberwolves? Uh the Wild not so much just because this is kind of I think the Wild are kind of what everybody kind of expected they would be this year. Just kind of like yeah, just just a little bit above 500 and, you know, pretty good at times, not so great at other times. I mean, the it it first couple of games it looked like oh my god this is going to be really bad <laughs> but you know yeah, they, they, it's they, not they,
1: good I mean, to lose every game 7 to 1 in the national hockey league
0: yeah um but you know they they've kind of got back to the middle of the pack and i mean that's kind of where i expected them to be the wolves you know we'll see i mean it's kind of a mixed bag in in terms of the the handful of games that they've played without cat and they're going to be without him i think for like another month or so um so you know, if they can just kind of hold up until he gets back, yeah, you know, then 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 we'll see. I mean, it's you know, they're they're at times they look a little bit better without him in the lineup, you know, because there's not the ball isn't sticking as much and and it's kind of opened the door for Ant to kind of really take take charge as sort of the number one scoring option
1: but overall you you need him back right he is one of yes. your top three best players and
0: you are a better overall, team than, him than
1: correct without him. and and you're not going to blow this experiment up even if the team plays well for a month without him they're, they're yeah. they want to see what this looks like with as many games as possible in case they feel like they do need to cut bait and make some changes in yeah. the upcoming offseason
0: and you know with where they're at you know as of this taping they're basically like on the outside looking in on the playoffs in the playoff race yeah. like they're not even in the play in situation right now there's still obviously a lot of season left and you know despite sitting in the 11th spot they're still they're, they're only 5 games behind the number 1 seed in the west which right now is new orleans so you you put together if they find a way to put together a 5 or 6 game winning streak which is very doable anybody can do that in the nba um, then you're suddenly in a, in a much better position. So I think that's kind of what you have to look for to see if they can string together a, a, a five or six game winning streak or like a win, you know, eight out of 10, seven out of nine or something like that. Then I think they'll be in much better shape.
1: Final thought for you. And this is just my opinion. And I'll play this music here shortly. So we're about to get out of here. I would submit to you Manny even though I think by the end of next year this conversation could be an awful lot different thanks to the University of Wisconsin hiring what used to be my guy Luke Fickle now I hope he never wins a game ever again and gets gets fired halfway through this season for being a tyrant and everybody dislikes him <laughs> I would submit to you Manny it is better to be a Gopher fan than a Badger fan the Badger hockey team is awful the go and the the Golden Gopher hockey team. You never know. They look mm-hmm. national championship good. Doesn't mean they mm-hmm. will, but they look national championship good. I think the Gopher football program for the last two or three years has been a better football program than the University of Wisconsin football program. Yeah, especially this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know basketball. They they could they can have basketball, even though I don't understand why any kid would play for Greg Gard. Makes no sense to me. Guy looks about as exciting as a throat culture test thing that they stick down your throat.
0: You know, um, Joel Howard isn't a, a I, great. No, fan. he's, no a great he's fan not. Fan, I, I,
1: I think it's better to be a Gopher fan, at least right now on this record date of December twelfth, than it is to be a Badger fan. What say you?
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think that's that's fair. I mean, i you know, the, the football part of it has been nice. It's nice. I mean, for all the flack that we give pj about not being able to beat iowa he's beaten wisconsin three times in six years you can't really ask for can't ask for much more than that did
1: you just put flack and fleck in the same sentence
0: kind of yeah i didn't actually say fleck but i did say flack and pj
1: well that is why we do our darndest to meet the manny quota of at least a once a month (laughs) appearance On Minnesota Sports Chat. Technically, you're on every edition since you did the beautiful open, but it's nice to actually talk sports with you. And a reminder for everybody, Manny works at Jazz88. Jazz88.fm, complete nonprofit supported by Minneapolis Public Schools. Please, if you have a little disposable income, Jazz88.fm, make a little donation on Manny Hill's behalf.
0: MPS Voices, the stream that I'm in charge of launching um, here at KBEM is going to be uh, launching very, very soon. Love it. Be on the lookout for that. All Minneapolis Public Schools audio content.
1: And at Manny Hill 84 on Twitter, we'll talk again with Manny Hill real soon. That actually does it for edition number 146 of Minnesota Sports Chat. I'm Ross Brendel saying thank you so much for listening. Back in this feed next week with Darren Doogie Wolfson from KSTP Channel 5. I'm Ross Brendel. We'll talk again soon.